Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Ignite Your Heart and Soul with me, Sarah Troy, and my guest, Brenda Michaels, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. She wrote a book called The Gift of Cancer, A Miraculous Journey of he to Healing. But we're also going to be talking about today the, her conscious talk radio show that she does with her husband. And we're also going to be talking about the times, where we are right now, what is really happening, what can we do, where's the empowerment, and boy, is that conversation going to get deep, folks? So put your feet up, grab your mug of coffee or a glass of wine, because we're really going to take you on a journey today. She's inspiring, insightful, and passionate communicator. Through her work as a syndicated talk show host on Conscious Talk Radio, she's a public speaker, a workshop leader, an author of several articles on women's health issues, an animal activist, a spiritual emotional coach and healer, a former author, writer for Sybil Magazine, and a member of the advisory board for the Emerald Heart Cancer Foundation. She's a Brenda's leadership is raising awareness to true demonstration of her commitment to living upon this planet as a conscious being. Conscious being, folks. That is the real um real point here. Conscious being. Are we living in our consciousness? Are we being awakened at the present moment? As I've said on every single show I've done this year, the universe is waking us up to shake us up to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up. This is the invitation for us to step up right now because we know what's going on is wrong. Isn't it, Brenda? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. So, so happy to be here with you today. And yes, you made a, a huge point there. This is the point to raise our level of consciousness, mm -hmm. to open our hearts fully because we're at such a choice point on this planet right now. Are we going to go backward? Are we going to stay in the energy that is quickly dissolving and going away? Or are we going to step it up into the new energy that is being offered and raise our awareness, our consciousness to meet that new energy? And then if we do, so many things are possible and so many things are doable. Mm doable you know I have another saying actionism is the new activism you know mm -hmm. activism is ranting and raving about what's wrong actionism is doing something about it and raising our consciousness raising our vibration is taking action isn't it it is and you make such a good point there and and I just want to kind of hone in on that point a little bit about that taking the action we have to really understand what our intention is within that action because we can take all sorts of actions we can take actions that are negative and we can contribute to that energy that is out there we can actually feed that energy or we can take action in a higher vibration which is the intention of the highest good for all and it makes such a difference that we are aware of what is your intention 
for the action that you're willing to take. Mm -hmm. Yes, because it's not about the pitchfork. You know, it's not about the riotous. It's about the movement that Mm -hmm. needs to move forward, the gathering of each other, the arm in arm. You know, um, um, peace isn't out there. Peace lies within us. We've got to bring it out. We are the peace that we seek. And if we see these tumultuous times as they are right now, and, you know, never mind what uh, the planet is doing to us, you know, with with COVID, with the fires, with the floods, with the earthquakes, with hurricanes. I mean, Mama Earth is just letting us know that she does not appreciate the way we treat her. Um, Mm -hmm. But now we've got the political unrest, Um, you know, the denial that COVID even exists and the fight against masks and um, the total divide that's going on and where this is the time that we should be all coming together but you can't come together if you are angry if you are bitter if you are twisted because that energy is not the energy we need to rise up in we need to rise up from that energy so while we're looking to rise up we have to really ask ourselves in which energy do I wish to rise up in Yes, and that's the choice point. Mm. Which energy are you going to carry forward in your life? And you and I discussed this before, Sarah, about Mm. the resistance. Yes. (laughs) It is futile. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and when we live in resistance, we actually contribute to that negativity out there. Resistance is always going to hold us back and keep us stuck in the mud in the same cycle that we've been in before. And then, of course, the conditioned ego, because we need ego. There's nothing wrong with ego, but we've all had our egos conditioned culturally in a certain way and that conditioned ego will feed up different things think of different things you can do and say and but it never it never solves a problem because the conditioned ego is part of the problem yeah it is in the old ways it is in the resistance and so when you're living from that place you're just going to feed the beast so to speak yeah and and even though you might have some great ideas you can't move forward yourself and you can't move the planet forward in that stuck energy. It simply doesn't work. And that's part of that insanity piece. Mm-hmm. We continue to do the same thing over and over and over and we expect different results. That's insanity because it's not possible. It's been proven that it's not yes. possible. I mean, all you're doing is stuck in molasses with a whole load of glue in it. You know, you yes. just can't move forward. You know, this this one we ask people to take a breath. Just stop. Take a breath. There's so much going on around you, so much going on in your head, so much going on in your heart. Uh, and your soul is busy trying to speak to you. And you cannot hear anything for, you know, for the static that is happening. So okay. you need to take a breath. You need to just find a place to be still, to be in the silence. And then, you know, the clarity will come to you in that moment. And I'm not talking about just cross-legged meditation. It could be a walk in nature. It could be a drive. Whatever you need to do to remove yourself from the noise around you and that static negative energy. Because, it, it, you know, if you're around it, you're going to become it. 
and you have to mm-hmm. remove yourself from it but remove yourself from it in a place where you are allowing your soul and your heart and your spirit to have its voice to be heard to allow you to see what the way out is but please remove yourself from the negativity around you before it swallows you up well you're making another good point there and and i would like your audience to consider that when you are in that place of allowing, and that's not an easy move for a lot of people, because I'm going to go back to the point of the conditioned ego. Mm -hmm. The conditioned ego loves two things. It loves agreement, and it loves to be right. And so if you're surrounding yourself with people, and they're agreeing, you're all in agreement that we need to raise consciousness and move forward, you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. But if you're in that group that is complaining and wants to be right that you've been wronged, that victim energy, that's all that is, that's part of the conditioned ego, that somehow you have been victimized. Mm -hmm. It's only possible to become a victim, if you will, if, if on some level you're agreeing to that. And I'm not saying that's a conscious choice. That's a deeply unconscious choice. But once you realize that your life is not working and you're re- pointing the finger and wanting to blame everyone else for why it's not working, when you come to that awareness is when you can shift that awareness and know that you're the one saying yes to it on some level. Yeah. And what are you getting out of that? What are you getting from that to be a victim? What is it giving you? You need to know. You need to look at that. What am I getting from this? What is it serving in me? In order to move that along, those are the questions in that quiet space that we want to ask our spirit. Mm -hmm. How am I being served by this? help me to know and understand so I can release it. Yes, and you can't ask that in the turmoil. Um, you know, well, we're, we're very good at pointing fingers um, because we, you know, it's always got to be somebody else's fault. And as we're pointing one finger, there's three pointing back at us. And it doesn't mean necessarily you're at fault or anybody's at fault. It's just everybody's got caught in a, in a tornado of discontent and looking for someone to blame and mm-hmm. you know the the victimization is is when you know woe is me um and a lot of people play the victim because they like the attention they get um yeah. and some people stay in the victimization because they have absolutely no idea how to get out of it right. how to let go of it um yeah. no matter which it is you have to come out of it and being around people that are I'm going to say the word shoot instead of something else, stirrers, shoot stirrers. Um, you, you need to get out of that environment because nothing is resolved in there at all. Um, right. And you're not going to hear any answers whatsoever amongst that, which means don't watch the news. Don't read the papers. Don't go on the social medias that are stirring things up because it's going to get your goat. You're going to get riled up. And that's going to bring out the anger in you. And that's not what we want because you can't resolve things in anger. Right. And, you know, what's interesting about that, too, is, um, you know, the, the, the people that there are people that say, well, I'm curious about what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand curiosity. Yes. 
but when you're curious with the negative side of things instead of curious about the good things mm-hmm. that are happening, mm-hmm. curious about what we can do as opposed to what we're not doing, that's the conditioned ego. You're still staying stuck in that energy regardless. Think about that. Before you make that, oh, I'm so curious about that, why are you so attracted to that side of life? And what, what is it There's, about the train wreck that you are so eager yes, to see? Yeah. Yes, yes. Or, you know, how traffic slows down on a freeway at yeah. an accident and, and, they, and everybody's gawking at yeah. it. What in you, mm-hmm. what in you, and, that's all, and, and only you can answer it, but you have to be willing to ask the question, why am I so curious about this? What in me is missing? What do I need to resolve or release? or step into that can shift that perspective for me. Yeah. What can I do to do that? You have to be willing to ask those questions. And you mentioned about stepping out of it. There is so much help out there these days for people to release and let go and move in another direction and move up their consciousness. There really is so much help out there People don't have real excuses for no. not doing it. No. I've, I've probably got at least 2,000 coaches on my network here on, on yes. self-discovery media of people. And the, and the reason I have them on is not because they're so much book learned. <clears throat> They've gone through the process. Yes. You know, if they face their own either cosmic two by four or their own challenge or their own redirect in life. And they were willing to go through the process, discover their strength, discover their courage, discover their abilities and be willing to step up and, and explore and allow, you know, that that transition to happen into who they are today, doing what they're doing, serving others and, and igniting others into their yeah. own into their own calling. And there is no better thing in the world isn't it to to ignite somebody else's soul heart and spirit into being oh it's beautiful yeah i mean to be able to inspire others mm. and to see their progress mm-hmm. it just it's it just fills your heart yeah it absolutely does because it's you're not just seeing a light bulb come on in their heads because um, you know the head's very often the last one to receive it but just when you can see that connection that they're listening to the soul that's resonating with the heart it's putting their spirit into action and their mind will know what it needs to know when they need to know it that trust that knowingness and when they step into that there's a calmness about them oh yeah right a fluidity oh. of, of beautiful air and rippled water and shaking leaves it's beautiful absolutely and can we just talk about money for a moment because a lot of people will stop themselves yeah or hesitate because of the money. Yeah. They don't, they, their, their reason for not moving forward is money. We've used, we use money on this planet as a weapon. Yeah. Either we control people with our money or we find ourselves in that place of lacking money, we believe we lack anything, which is not true. We totally do not lack anything. And when you are filled with spirit from the inside, that particular 
energy attracts like a magnet all the good things. Everything you need comes to you. And and I just want to give an example, and I wrote about this in my book, The Gift of Cancer, because a big part of my life when I got sick was I lived in tremendous lack. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just money I lacked. Yeah. It, from my perspective, I was lacking a lot of things. And what I learned going through the cancer, and, and, and this was really, the cancer was my healing, basically. Yes, yes. It is what healed, helped me heal my life. And I came out of that and looked back at that and was like, oh, my goodness. I had such a deep belief that I lacked that I literally created the lack in my life. I brought to me from that strong belief um, and the emotion behind that belief I magnetized right to me everything that proved that I lived in lack. And we do not live in lack. We can't possibly live in lack because we are spiritual beings. And as spirit, we are everything. We have everything we need inside. But that goes back to that point of being quiet and still and asking the questions and resourcing people that can help. So if you're one of those out there listening... And you're not stepping forward because you're using money as the consideration for not moving forward. I'm going to encourage you to look at that belief in lack. Yes. Because, because that, that belief is what is holding you back. That belief needs to be up-leveled, if you will, to the truth of who you are. And if you, I know a lot of people out there that work Um, Sarah, they work and they will, if you can't afford to pay at all, they'll let you pay so much at a time. There's ways of making that happen. When you're committed enough, you will bring to you what you need in order to make it happen. Precisely. And the thing is, if somebody is, is, uh, you know, that that coach, that counselor, um, that nurturer, um, that is truly enriched in the work that they will do, they will always give you a, a, a money plan. If they're in it yeah. that the big money's got to be up front, then it's not coming from that consciousness, right? right. It's coming, it's driven by the money. I consider myself a very enriched and abundant person. Mm-hmm. Now, my bank account won't tell you that, but my heart and soul will. Oh, absolutely. Right, so, you know, this thing about money, and yes, gosh, do we need it? Absolutely. You know, we're still in a human body and we've got to provide for that. Also, the more money you have, the more you can actually do for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the beauty of money. It is a wonderful tool. But to be defined by money, either in poverty or enriched, uh, I don't know how many people I've interviewed, which I'm sure you have as well, that were CEOs that owned their own company, or doctors, you know, top of their game. <clears throat> making a whole load of money, fast cars, big houses, this, that, etc., who felt completely life poor. They yeah. didn't have time to enjoy life. They were a slave to their work, to maintaining those riches that they didn't even have time to enjoy. And right. and each one of them, for some reason, either it was health, cosmic, too far, or walk away, they walked away from that life and lived a more simple life. And now they truly do feel enriched. Yes, and they're fulfilled because they were empty. You can have all the money in the world around you and be completely empty because you're not connected to the truth of who you are. You're not connected to your soul, the person, the spirit that, that animates these bodies. 
we're not just these bodies. We are truly the spirit that animates the body. The body's in service to spirit, not the other way around. But we have turned it around and we've made ourselves in service to our bodies, enslaved to our jobs, our monies, those type of things that have taken us out of who we really are. And therefore, we've defined who we are based on what's outside of us yeah. in the world instead of based on who we are in the inner landscape of our lives. Yes, in the inner abundance of, of who we really are. Yes. I mean, yes. cancer has been proven to be an 80% emotional disease. Yes. Right? 20% mm-hmm. environment or diet or, you know, um, other yes. circumstances, but 80%. Um, and when I've done a lot of um, cancer shows, and, and every one of them will say the, the discontent or disconnect from myself, the, yes. the chasing happiness outside and feeling so totally empty inside is what brought the cancer mm-hmm. on. And it's yes. only when they stepped into love and caring of themselves in the true nurturing of themselves, did they realize what was missing within them and that they could cure their own cancer? Yes, absolutely. And it's been proven over and Mm. over and over and over again, even though it's not brought out in the media, even though in the medical model it is dismissed as instantaneous healing, that type of thing, spontaneous healing, but it's been proven over and over again that people literally can heal. When you heal yourself, your body will respond. Uh, I've, I got a very interesting little um, snide story here of somebody I interviewed who's um, her, her brother and her, her mother died from cancer. And so both of them were very conscious that they didn't want to go down that road, right? She went right. into aromatherapies and natural stuff and he owned part of the Lakers. And they both got cancer at the same time, different cancers, but cancer at the same time. And she was quite shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, I've chosen a healthy life. And mm-hmm. she decided to go by the way of the two feathers, which was just a kind of a cream that you put on. And she bought out 18 uh, growths from her body and, mm. and became cancer free. And the doctor still said, no, I want to remove your breasts, even though she reduced the, the tumors to them. Right. Um, and and the uh, brother who afforded the best doctors that you know could be around, um, they did one operation which they screwed up and did another three and killed him. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's uh, you know it is we've got to understand and this is not a knock on doctors they're doing the best they can with the knowledge they have. But yeah. if you are not paying attention to the heart and the soul and the spirit and the mind disconnect if you're not attending to the whole of the person how can you cure the one thing because the one thing is a part of the whole well and a big part of the equation is giving your power over Uh when you completely give your power over to let's say the medical model that the doctor's going to take care of you your doctor makes most of the decisions your doctor really decides the protocol and offers it up in such a way that you're terrified if you don't do it. Yeah. The big point is when you are your own authority, we are our own authority. 
we just don't know it because yeah. we don't know ourselves. We don't know who we really are. We don't know our true power, whether we're creating a lot of victim circumstances in our lives or we're creating higher level, more joyful experiences in our lives. We are our own authority. We are powerful, co-creative beings. And when you surrender over your power for any reason to anyone other than yourself and your, your spirit and your God, the God of us, then you are putting yourself at risk. You have to step into your own power and become empowered through your spirit, through that divine connection. We're divine beings. That's why we're so powerful. And we can create as much good as we've created as much negativity. This whole planet could turn around in a heartbeat if we all awakened. If enough of us awakened at the same time, it would be like bleep. And things I know. would shift gracefully, beautifully. And the thing is, once you turn that volume up, and I believe that the universe has been turning the volume up on us since 2012. Oh, yes. You know, oh, yes. And it's just that slow hand on the knob, just keep turning, turning, now and again, turn up a lot. <laughs> or keep yes. it at a steady pace. Um, and, it, you know, it, for some people, it's just like, I don't know what's pulling me forward or, or why this is opening up. But, you know, I can't live the life the way I've been living. And so it is that awakening that is happening. And, you know, people are stepping away from the third dimensional living onto the fourth dimensional bridge, you know, to step into the fifth dimension of purpose and yeah. higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe that the bridge is broken away from the third dimension now and that uh -huh. if you aren't on it, you're left behind. And uh, and you cannot function in this higher realm. You can't because right. the hate, the amount of energy that it takes to hate, to blame, to um, to kill, um, it, that kind of energy is so encompassing. And when you go to the other extreme of the higher energy and the higher energy plane, it really you become part of the flow of life. You become part of the collective. You are an instrument in the orchestra of life. And yes. you have to play harmoniously. And yes. the, the two are, are, you know, it's oil and water. It just doesn't mix. Yes, you can't take your baggage. No. You cannot take your baggage into this new energy, no. people. It, it isn't going to work. No. And that's why you need to heal and release the old baggage now more than ever. If you make one choice in your life now, make that choice. That's the choice that's going to save you. That's the choice that's going to save all of us. Yes. That's the choice that's going to save the planet. And I believe the planet will be here long after we're gone if humanity becomes extinct because it didn't wake up, because it literally, um, you know, killed itself. Humanity took itself off the planet. I believe the planet will su survive, but we won't if we don't change, if we don't make a new choice. And to be living in apathy or to be living in fear, or to be stuck in the mud, or to be living in blame and hatred and righteousness, self-righteousness, you're on the wrong side of the energies right now. Yes. Because the energies that have been become available on the planet are very 
high resonating energies giving us all sorts of opportunities and including the fires and the COVID-19 these are truly opportunities for us to make that choice now where in the history of time has every country at the same time gone through a pandemic or anything collectively right Uh, this is the wake-up call this is the shake-up at the present moment and when we were in the early stages and everybody was on lockdown look how this planet thrived oh yeah the animals came out dolphins swimming in venice the Mm -hmm. ozone cloning closing up this is mama mama earth saying to us look we can do very well without you mate consider this a warning because next time may be the delete button. Yep. And it can happen. Oh, it's yeah. a possibility in a field of many, many, many possibilities. We just have to be willing to get on the train yeah. that is moving forward into a new, higher level of consciousness. And if you're not living in the consciousness of the highest good for all, you're not on that train, and as you said earlier, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. Yes. And do you want to be left behind? Do you really mm-hmm. want to be a part of this constant tornado? You know, how, yes. how can you think straight when you're just being swirled around? You know, hate begets hate. Anger begets anger. Uh, ill health comes from immune breakdown. The immune break comes down from disconnect emotionally and, yeah. you know, uh, uh, spiritually. And if you step into this constant riotous frame of mind, then you are opening up the doors to the dis-ease uh, and the disease not only of the mind, the heart and the soul, but of the body. And there's another tornado for you to be swirling around when you could uh-huh. have avoided that and risen above and said, I'm not going to be a part. Now, that doesn't mean you are abstaining from choices. It doesn't mean that you can uh, state that you feel something is wrong or that you have an opinion. But what you're not doing, you're doing it from an observation of what we can do instead, instead of appointing the finger and, you know, uh, manchetti everybody, you know, for it. Because (laughs) an eye for an eye just makes everybody blind. Yeah. Why don't we open each other's eyes? Yes. Learn to see the other perspectives. Feeding that same old energy, if you're feeding that same old energy, then that is what you're going to get. You are going to get what you feed. If you feed negativity, if you feed depression, if you feed any of those things, that's what you're going to continue to get. You, the universe is a huge mirror, and it mirrors back to you exactly what you put out there. So it is saying to you, if you're putting that out there, it's giving it right back to you right. because it's saying, oh, they want more of that. Yes, exactly. You know, it's be careful what you ask for. Yes, <laughs> right. absolutely. Yeah. And to be an apathy or indecision, any of those Abstaining points, from any... You know, burying your head in the sand, yeah. Yes. Denying, burying your head in the sand, insisting on being right about something instead of opening your eyes, your ears, and your heart to listen and then make a decision and you make an informed decision from your heart, from your connection, Mm -hmm. not from, you know, facts. Facts are great, 
they can back up, but you have to make that decision from a higher level of consciousness, from a higher place within you in order to make the right decision for you. You know, 100%. And the thing is, when you're looking at a fact, again, I'm a true colors coach. It's the four key personality traits. You're looking at a fact from a perception. Now, if you turn it around, is that fact still, you know, agreed on all four perceptions? Because Mm -hmm. then I could say it's a valid fact, Mm -hmm. right? But if, if it's just one person's opinion and then called a fact and the other three disagree, then therefore it's not a fact. Right. Right. You know, it's are we getting our information and it's getting stuck in our head and our head is is designed constantly ask why. Yes, but what if? Yes, but what if? Now, when you bring your soul and your heart into the equation and its intellect and feel your knowledge, you will understand what those facts or that knowledge is in your head and as it pertains to the question right now. Mm hmm. It will give you your answer. But, you know, we've become very intellectual or academic creatures. And the academia does not allow you to step into the intellect of the heart, soul, and spirit. Yes. The higher higher energy. The higher energy, the higher plane of consciousness. When you bring all of it in together, and you've got all of it in succinctness, my God, the clarity you have, and as I, I call it, the knowingness. I know what mm-hmm. I need to know when I need to know it, and I don't yes. need to understand why or how I know it. Yes, absolutely. We don't need to know so many times, yeah. and I went through this going through the healing process of healing the cancer that I had so many times. My mind, my conditioned ego, my conditioned mm-hmm. part of me wanted to know how, how and why, mm-hmm. when I realized I didn't need to know how I would be shown, yes. and I didn't need to know why, because then I was in resistance to what is, mm-hmm. and when we live in resistance to what is, we struggle, we suffer. When I learned that, when I realized that, when I had those aha moments it shifted everything for me just those small aha moments would shift me in ways i can't even explain yeah as a culture we are completely conditioned to focus upon the problem right we're fascinated with the problem yes and and so you really want to ask yourself what are you really fascinated with are you fascinated on solutions, Mm -hmm. even if you don't have one, is your fascination and curiosity there? Because that's the field of possibilities that are open. Or is your fascination stuck on the problem and being right about it that that everybody else is wrong or being right that somebody else is wrong or being right that something's wrong and you just have to be right about that and you're stuck there? So where are you fascinated in your life? Yes. What are you feeding? Um, yes. You know, again, on these shows, we'll present a problem. But if there is not going to be a solution to it, the show is not going to wear. That's right. Uh, because, you know, we're about the possibilities. We're about the wonderful opportunities even that COVID has given us right now. What are, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not, you know, to all the people who have lost, no, this is not you know, something that um, they want to pay the price for. But 
everybody has their journey. Everybody signed their contract before they even came here. But right. this is the wake-up call for us. This is the opportunity for us to pause in our life. And I don't know about you on your shows, but I know I've interviewed so many people that have literally, well, I retired from one job, and now all of a sudden I'm in demand doing something else. Mm-hmm. Because I stepped up because there was a need, and now I'm immersed in that need. And, right. and all of them have said, I've stepped into being, I had no time to be me. And this has given me time to be me and do what I really love. And in doing what I really love, I'm serving more people. Yes. Once you start feeding your soul Mm -hmm. what it's really asking for, you can't help but benefit everybody around you. It's just part of how it is because we are all connected, all of us. It doesn't matter your nationality, your color, your age, none of that matters. What matters is we are connected. Mm-hmm. Well, and when we are connected, when you're truly connected to the soul, then it always benefits others in such beautiful, gracious ways. Yes. And this makes my heart sing to know that I'm in service that way in the world today. Yeah. Doing the radio show, doing our coaching and healing work, working with animals as well. This is what makes my soul and heart sing. And it's a great service to do that, but I'm benefiting in ways I can't even imagine. Right. I mean, it's just been amazing. Your payment, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, yes, okay, yes. yes, you need the cold hard cash to keep things going, but the payment that we're getting, it, it yes. just the, the way the heart gets full, knowing yes. that you've helped someone, and just seeing that change in them, seeing the change of energy in them, seeing the aha moments, seeing that, oh, it is possible. I am possible. I am enough. And just seeing all of that is just so, ah, you know, like heartwarming. And, you know, I think at the present moment, our children, our indigo children and our animal kingdom is teaching us how to be humane. Um, You're seeing animals come together that the species should be enemies and they're not. They're there in compassion yeah. for one another. They're, they're serving and saving one another. And you yeah. see children come together, black, white, pink, yellow, polka dot. They don't see the color. They're ignited by the joy of each other, by the energies, the purity of each other. Mm-hmm. We teach them to be racist. We teach them to hate. We teach them that they should judge people by their color or their economics or their education or their sexual preference. We teach that. And we've got to look at what have these teachings done but divide and bring forth hate and tell people they're not enough or there's something wrong with them, yeah. that they're yep. broken. And what has that done to society? It is completely put forth a nation of people around the world who live in fear, who live in lack, who live in um, a loathing of self because society has told them that unless they fit this perfect little white box, they're nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's that conditioned ego side of the self that there is a level of insanity there. Yeah. And that's the yeah. only word I can use for it is a level of, in, it's insane. Well, it's there's no rational to it, is there? <laughs> yeah, it is. Who it does is. it benefit, though? I mean, and please. we're seeing it play out on the planet right now, <sighs> the level of insanity mm. 
that is creating the chaos. And think about the fires. Yes. If you're thinking about looking at it as a symbol or a reflection of us, which it is, by the way, look at the fires, the intensity of the burning of these fires today. They've never been more intense. Well, look at the intensity of the hatred and self-loathing on the planet and the anger and the rage. And look at those fires. Who do you think is fueling those fires? Mm-hmm. What is fueling those fires? We are with that level of consciousness. Right. Right. And you know that a lot of people like to go barefoot onto the ground to ground themselves. Yeah. You know, and to give it to the earth. Well, the earth is saying, I don't want your crap anymore. Sort it out mm-hmm. yourself. You know? Uh, right. And I, I literally cannot put my feet down on the earth uh, barefoot. I, I can feel the discontent. I can feel the pain. The pain. The pain yeah. that Mother Earth is going through. Of course, as an empath, I can feel the pain other people are going through. So, Of course. You know, um, we are, have chosen this pain by trying to live up to these expectations that are just an illusion. Yes. And we've got to, you know, pull the curtains back, and, you know, and see that the Oz is behind the curtains. Yeah. Uh, right? And, you know, and we could go home at any time, which is home to self. You know, just click yeah. your heels. Uh, we are the peace we seek. We are the solution we seek. We are the answer the world seeks. But we've just got to find the strength and the courage and the knowledge to step into that. Yeah. And that means and we need you, to surrender. And if you don't know how, yeah. I would just like to put this forth. If you are living in the, how do I do that? Yes. How do I change? How do I live in that higher energy? If you need to, get on your hands and knees and ask God to help you. Mm -hmm. Ask your spirit, ask God, ask the goddess, whoever you understand to be of that higher, unconditional love and nature, ask for help. When you truly desire it, when you really have had enough and you're really ready to let it go, I guarantee you, The help is there, but you have to open the door. You are the guard at your own gate. There's no one else standing at that gate and keeping you out but you. Well, you said it before. The universe will give you what you ask for. Yes. And if you ask the uh, the universe for for peace, for an equilibrium within yourself, to understand what your beautiful instrument is, Yes. To open up and say, show me. Please show me. I am yours. Yes. I surrender. Please show me who I am and what I'm here to do. Yes. And just allow yourself then to be taken down the road in trust, in faith. Step out into the abyss, blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear, and feel. Yes. Yep. You, yes. you have to relinquish control. You have to understand any form of control is it, there is no control in right. in the allowing in faith, whether it is God, God, universal spirit, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a higher energy that you are, that you are praying to. Yes. Surrender to it in trust, and say, "I'm yours. I desire to feel more abundant and more useful and more productive in my own life." And allow it to present 
to you a path that will lead you to that. Now you've got to participate in it. Yes, you, it's you have not to be a question. To walk that exactly, path. it's not an Amazon delivery. This is a path we're given to be given to you, and you may have to be beating back the bushes in order to create that path. But yes. there is always a reason behind it because what feels difficult at first will re- will reveal the wonders along that journey, the people that you need for the wisdom, for the knowledge, for the guidance along the way. But if you're not open to receiving it, if your ego or your control is still holding you back or your victimization, you cannot walk this path. You have to surrender. And if you are afraid, because fear will come up. Yes, in that resistance, If you are afraid, just say, I am afraid. Yes. I'm afraid. Help me. Mm-hmm. Help this to be an easy, more graceful path for me because I'm in terrible fear right now. Right. Take that fear from me. Take it from me and help me to walk this path. The help is there. Yes. We have to surrender to it. And trust and faith are the two key words there for sure. Yes. You have to be willing to walk in faith. Do whatever it takes. Be willing to do whatever it takes and ask for help. Ask, ask, ask. I can't offer that up enough to people. We do not ask for guidance. We do not ask for help. We do not ask for what we need because we don't believe we deserve it. But we do. We're divine beings regardless of personality and the actions that we've taken. We are still divine beings and we are worthy because of that. Yes. And when you step into that worthiness and go, well, why not me? Why not yes. me? Please don't look at past decisions or no. past mistakes. You did what you did at that time based on the knowledge or the feeling of that emotion in that time. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up for the past. It is the decision that you make today. I will forgive my past transactions. And I wish to walk forward in a clearer light. Yes. You have to be willing to just let it go and understand you did the best you could with what you said, the knowledge Mm -hmm. and the emotion of that time. And that time is gone. Yes. Stop reliving it. that and carry that forward. Yeah. Don't keep beating yourself up. Right? You know, it's, um, oh, I did this and and I hurt that person. Well, you hurt that person at that time. Uh, Did you do it deliberately? Was it vindictively? Do you know that that is wrong? Who did it hurt? It hurt you because you're in torture of it now. Mm -hmm. Right? So ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness for, for those past mistakes, if you wish to call them. Because we all make them. There isn't anybody on this planet that hasn't made a mistake somewhere along the line. Oh my gosh, yeah. Right? But is it a mistake if you learn from it? You know, this is the whole point. I, you right. know, I did X, Y, and Z, but I have learned that that X, Y, and Z is wrong and that it hurt that person and it hurt me. Am I going to do the same thing in the future? No, because I've learned from that lesson and I now yes. know to take a different path. Learn yes. from things. Yes, absolutely. That is the only way. That's truly the only way. You have to be forgiving of yourself Mm -hmm. and others. 
you 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 have to live in that energy in that beautiful that's what grace is yes oh grace is being able mm. to forgive ourselves the world each other that's what grace is and you bring that grace right into your life when you when you live from that heartfelt path of forgiveness yes yes and, you know, the older you are, the, there's perhaps more to forgive because, again, we, we we were creatures of our environment, of our upbringing. How yep. many people, how many people who have gone through abuse, mental, physical, emotional abuse, mm-hmm. only to say, I'll never do that to my children, and but to repeat the pattern again? Because yeah. it's all they know. They didn't step outside of that treadmill, out of that programming. You knew it was wrong. You hated it being done to you. But unless you were consciously willing to delete that program and insert a different one, you're going to repeat Mm -hmm. it on Mm -hmm. a subconscious level. Yes. Yeah, and we see it all the time. Yes, we do. We we see it all the time, and it doesn't have to be that way. And in fact, in these new energies, it's not allowed. It's not even something that's accepted. Right. It's not acceptable in the new energy. You cannot step into this new energy, folks, with your old baggage. Right. Please understand that one. That's what the you fourth dimension is about. Yeah. To set it down and, yes. and release yourself from it through that forgiveness piece and learning or remembering to love yourself right. and love others. I mean, that's really as corny as it is. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about love. Well, Love is the highest vibration you will ever, ever feel in life. And the more you love, the more you give of love, the more you receive of love, and the more that love is spread around, the higher the frequency and the vibration and higher the healing and the growth and the productivity and the creativity is. But we can't go out there. We go out there looking for someone to love us, to fix us, to complete us, to, to mend our broken hearts. We've got to do that for ourselves. If you don't love yourself, how can someone else love you? Because they're going to love you in the light that you give. That's right. It's a reflection. It is. Mm -hmm. It's another reflection. Mm -hmm. It is. You're going to get that reflected back um, on some level. And as soon as the newness wears off and the reality sets in for most people, that's when the problems start to arise. Because you were you were totally in denial of them when you were in that first love phase. Yes. But once that that um, it, as they say, the, the honeymoon you know, is over. Bloom is off the rose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the bloom <laughs> is off the rose, and reality sets in. You are sitting across from someone who's mirroring what's inside of you, and they're sitting across someone that's mirroring what's inside yeah. of them. Yeah. And if you haven't done the work you are going to have problems because that's when the conditioned ego is going to raise its ugly head and look at you as the other, not as look at you as part of them, but as the other. And when you start looking at people as the other, you start looking at what's wrong with them. And really, it's all happening in you yes. and reflecting back to you from them. But then you're blaming them, and that's where the trouble starts. And that's that old energy. That's third-dimensional yeah. 
reality that is fading. It's it's gone basically. Right. Well, those and we're two negatives. In a higher energy. Right. Those two negatives come back to each other. I mean, they're not yeah. there to heal each other, um, yeah. but perhaps they're there to reveal your own disconnect and your own discontent yeah. with life. Um, and, you know, it is time for you to move on because this is, and you've also got many, many a time, a couple where somebody goes on that, you know, self-discovery journey and steps into it and the, the spouse is left behind. You can't take yeah. them with you if they're unwilling to go. This is their That's journey, right. their choice. Don't get held back because they're unwilling to take the journey. You owe it to yourself. And let's let's be absolutely clear. You owe it to humanity and to the planet. Yeah. to rise up. This is not just for you. It is for you to be in a higher energy which is healing and harmonious to this planet and to this universe. It is the frequency that we are meant to live on. Yeah. And we've lived as barbarians now for thousands of years. Yes, and it, we it, have. It is time to wake up and to understand that hate and war and killing is not the answer. And it never will be. Never. If it hasn't been proven now in the thousands of years of killing each other, then what, right? <laughs> well, the, those energies um, match each other. So if you're living with hate and war and resistance and those particular energies, then that's what you're going to be getting back at you. And yeah. so it just keeps it going from generation to generation. It, hate begets, begets hate. Yes. War begets war. Peace begets peace. And the one thing we do know is, you know, we talked about rational, that word, you know, what is rational? Right now, we're not seeing any rational thinking or rational anything out there in the world. Um, we're seeing hysteria, you know, yeah. people climbing that um, irrational bandwagon and buying anything that is being said. And just mm -hmm. the hate is swirling like this tornado. And there is no reasoning. There is nothing that one can say to people who have bought into that tornado um, to, to point out the facts or to point out anything because they can't hear you. They have gone completely dumb and deaf to any rationality at this point. They're just completely immersed in the hysteria. And at some point it will burn out and, yes. and they will just be left flattened and wonder what the hell has happened. Well, that's what I call selling your soul. Yes. You have sold your soul at that when you're at that level, yeah. when you are so determined to be right that everybody else is wrong and you are the only one that has, you're the only one that can save the world, you're the only one that's right about everything, on some level you sold your soul. And yeah. you can reclaim it. You can reclaim the soul at any time if you wake up to that fact if you understand you did that yes not from a place of being guilt guilted or shamed but from a clarity oh my gosh i did this to myself yeah i allowed this to happen and now you know what i'm learning this really is not the path for me and i'm ready to shift it i'm truly ready to surrender over to the love, the higher power, the higher wisdom that I know resides within me, then you can reclaim your soul. But until you can be with that and understand 
that you're the one that said yes to it on some level, not to guilt or shame yourself, but to come to the realization Mm -hmm. you can't heal what you don't own. Right. If you don't own it and can be with it, and not beat yourself up for it, but to, to know that you, oh my gosh, I just became aware. I'm the one that said yes to this. Mm. That's a great thing to become aware of. Yes. Because it's now it's not too step. late for you, is it? No, it is. It's the no. first step. And now there is hope for you. There is yes. hope that you can change your life, that you can get onto this other path. Yes. But denial. And this was this is the realization I had with the cancer. Yes. That I created the opening. Yeah for that in my life mm. I created that nobody did it to me you don't catch cancer yeah I yeah. created the opening for cancer to take over in my body and when I realized that it was like oh my goodness how powerful am I to do that yeah yes what if I do yes. this exactly exactly if you can create a disease that can kill you, imagine what you can do that can heal you. Yes. And, and to step over that line yeah. with that realization, forgive yourself if you must and need to for sure and get on with it. Right. But that's the point, isn't it? It's like, can any of us look back and go, you know, I, I really wish I'd been this positive then. Or I really wish I knew that then. And the thing is, you didn't. You didn't. And But somewhere along the line, you did make a choice. I, I mean, yep. absolutely everybody I've interviewed that has come through the other side, despite what has happened to them. And some people have gone through hell. I mean, just the fact that they're still living with what they've gone through is utterly amazing. But they've stepped into being an inspiration, which is an invitation to others if you can go through this and still stand tall today and say I went through it and now I'm here in service or inspiration to others and how Mm -hmm. they can face these challenges in life if we look to ourselves it's an invite to ourselves to look within ourselves and says well if they could find the courage if they could find the strength if they could place the value upon themselves what's holding me back right Absolutely. And only the only thing holding you back is your belief about yourself. Yes. Again, you're the guard at your own gate. Yeah. The reason that gate doesn't open to that enrichment that we talked about is that you're standing there guarding that gate, thinking it's somebody else that's holding the gate shut. Somebody perpetrated it upon you. Well, really, truly nothing is perpetrated upon us without Again, I'll go back to without our permission mm-hmm. on some level, which is 99% of the time, if not 100% of the time, unconscious. Yeah. We don't consciously say, oh, bring it on, give me cancer. <laughs> oh, bring it on, rape me. Yeah. Oh, bring it on, stab me with a knife. No, we don't. We do not. But on some level, we've said yes to that on some level we're going to experience that. Maybe it's a karmic thing. I'm not sure what it is for each person. I only know what it was for me. But that's something you can explore and you can shift and change and heal. And the thing is, you are not only relatable, 
but you can also relate to other people who are in the struggle of this transition. Yes, of course. It's being, you know, having empathy for people, which doesn't mean you're feeling sorry for them, but you're understanding what they're going through. You're understanding the struggles of going through it. Yeah. It is not easy to go through it. It's not easy to say, I've imposed this upon myself and it is up to me to clear it out. It is up to me to walk this path and place value upon myself. But that's the part of the human journey is to discover that strength and that courage, that self-love and to understand that stepping into that is the reason you are here. To step into the higher elevation is the reason why you were put on this planet. And that when we do collectively imagine the creativity, imagine what we would discover on the higher plane of consciousness, on the higher energy. It's extraordinary what we've learned even in the last 10, 20 years. Oh, yes. And what we can create from there will be beyond our, I think, our current imagination. Yes, exactly. I mean, totally out of this world, you know. Um, I mean, if if we had had this talk about third, fourth and dimension, you know, um, 20 years ago, we'll be locked up coming, you know, coming to take you away. Um, Mm -hmm. And now it's become far more mainstream. And I look at the current situation as that, you know, we're looking at the waters and the waters are um, really tumultuous at the present moment. Uh, you know, we're seeing kind of almost tidal waves, but that's part of the Haglas disruption, the cleansing, the clearing away of the old. But yeah, if you look the at the, yeah, the current underneath is where we are all at. We're moving the current. We're moving the the air we're moving everything forward in order to cleanse away the old the purging of the old uh, system and paradigm so that people can rise up so mm-hmm. what as we're looking at this disruption going on in the world right now it it's not like oh god what are you doing to us it is like oh thank you for stopping us from going even further because yeah. now we have the opportunity to change directions yeah yeah i call it a healing crisis mm-hmm. we're going through a global healing crisis Mm -hmm. and when you're going through a healing crisis you are purging you're purging you're allowing everything to float to the top if you will so that you can cleanse it away right and that's really how healing happens yes you have to go through it you walk through that fire but on the other side of that fire that is burned away all of those false erroneous beliefs and the patterns that you've carried from childhood or possibly even past lives where you can clean that all up and release it um, that's a healing crisis and that's what we're in and they're not fun to go through no no there's no doubt about it right. and it takes a lot of courage to go through it as you stated earlier yeah. but we are courageous yes. souls. That's yes there inside of us yeah yeah. We just have to access that courage. Give ourselves Open permission. Up to it. Yes, give ourselves permission. Yes. You, you are the hero forward. you're looking for. <laughs> right? Yes. There you go. Yeah. We're the we're the savior yes. that we think is outside of yes. us. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. And why do, why do we get so drawn to the supermans and everything else? Because we're looking for someone to save us. And at all times, it's within ourselves. And, and I'm glad you brought up past lives. I've had numerous past lives cleansed from me. Um, uh-huh. Only then later to, uh, to have somebody who does, you know, cellular treatment to discover more past lives. And, yeah. you know, one of them was a, a vow of poverty. Um for the last 50 lifetimes and another was um, literally being tortured for being a spiritual being um, uh, over and over again and I knew that this lifetime was my awakening you know the permission to come back into my purpose of what I I originally came here to do and so it was that permission to finally spread my wings and be me without the persecution but you've got to be, you know, this is the thing. The teacher will come when you are ready. You're going to meet people along your journey that will do what you think right now are peculiar things. Cellular cleansing, aura cleansing, you know, past life regression and all of that type of thing. Uh-huh. And, the, and the reason they're there is to release you of those past patterns that aren't just this lifetime. They're your DNA, your, you know, your heritage and your past life. Uh, DNA and we can't always do that on our own and so somebody pops up into your life don't think this is weird just look at it as an invitation absolutely it's there for a reason you're being given an opportunity and remember you always choose to say yes to it or no and look at your reasoning or your intention for doing both if you say yes what is your intention behind the yes and commit to that once you commit to it, it will move mountains. If you're saying no, what is your intention behind the no? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to look at that structure that wants you to stay stuck, that doesn't want you to admit that possibly you are powerful enough that you co-created the circumstances that allowed X to be present in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Just be willing to look at that. And and earlier you talked about faith, and I want to share a little story, if I can, Mm -hmm. about faith and how important it is to trust and to remain faithful. When my husband and I decided to sell our house of 17 years, and this was three years ago, it'll be three years on November 15th this year, we had... um, we sold it at a very good time, meaning that houses were selling for way more than their even their appraised price or their asking price. Mm-hmm. And we sold very quickly and sold for more money, which was really uh, beautiful and very appreciated. But we sold very quickly, and we had about two weeks to find a new place to live. And we had been together, first separately and then together, envisioning the feeling, a place where we wanted to be, how did that feel being in that place? What did it make it a mm-hmm. feel like? And then we just would spend each day, a couple of times a day, about five, 10 mi- minutes in that vision. And in what was most important about that vision wasn't what the house looked like or the area as much as how did it make us feel. Yes. And what we discovered, first we did it separately, that we pretty much envisioned the same thing. We were standing at a fence, looking over a beautiful green pasture filled with horses. That was our vision. Mm -hmm. We had an idea of where we wanted to live, but we hadn't even had a chance to look at any place. 
we sold so quickly and we had to be out in two weeks, which means we had to get packed and get out on top of finding a place to live. But what we did was we stayed in the faith Mm -hmm. and the trust that we could manifest this, that we were calling this particular situation forth. And we had a weekend free and this was one week before we had to be, literally be out of the house, and we decided the area we wanted to live in, which was four hours by car where we were currently living, and we drove over, and we asked a realtor to show us some places that at first were for lease so that we could make sure we get a lease, we lease for a year or two, make sure that's really where we want to be and the feeling is right, and then we wanted the option to be able to purchase. Mm-hmm. So we drive over, we meet with the realtor, and he shows us four or five places, and no, it didn't feel right. And then a girlfriend of mine, out of the blue, she emailed me a place that she had just seen on the Internet in the same area we were looking, and she said, this feels right for you guys. Take a look at it, see what you think. And sure enough, I opened the email up and opened up the picture of the house and sat with it for a moment, and there was something, something there. Mm -hmm. I felt it. So I got a hold of the owners, and I got a hold of the wife, her name was Sue, and said, we're moving, we have to move in about 10 days, we're looking to rent and possibly with an option to buy down the road, and um, I'm looking at your place right now on the internet, and I really would like, we'd really like to come and see it. We're coming over this weekend. And this was on a Wednesday, by the way. And she said, oh, my goodness, is that picture still up? Because I've got um, two families already qualified to rent it. I've got the credit reports. I've got them already qualified. And, um, and she said, I don't want any pets. Do you have pets? And I said, yes, we have a little white dog and a little white cat. And she goes, oh, no, we don't want pets. Anyway, she, and then she hesitated. And she said, huh, I wonder why I haven't decided on that yet. And I laughed, and I said, because you're waiting for us. Mm-hmm. And that sort of broke the ice. And sure enough, she said, okay, I'll tell you what. You guys can come and look at it on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. And I said, we'll be there. We got here at 8.30. When we drove on off the main road and down this uh, dirt road for a ways, tree-lined on both sides, we looked at each other, and Rob said to me, I don't care if there's a, um igloo on the place. We're going to live here. And we laughed about that because the energy was absolutely the energy we'd been feeling. We drove up to the place. It was open. We were like two little kids running in and out of it, looking at it, looking at the land, feeling the land under us, and we said, this is it. And they drove up a few minutes later. And she got out of the car, and she came over, and she gave me a hug. She said, I looked at you on the Internet. I see what you're doing for a living. We love what you're doing. We saw the video of you, too. It was adorable. And and she said, but why would you want to rent this place? Because she had seen pictures of the house we sold. Mm-hmm. We moved from a 3,000-square-foot home, and it was all remodeled. It was beautiful, to a 1,800-square-foot a modular home on five acres, mm-hmm. and we downsized a lot. Mm-hmm. And we said to her, we want it. And she said, you do? I mean, she was literally surprised that we would want it. 
And I said, but we have to bring our pets. And she goes, no problem. And we moved in. We moved in ten days later. We didn't sign a contract. We didn't give first or last month's rent. We gave them a check for the next month's rent right there. Drove off and came back ten days later and moved in. And we absolutely love it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is home. This feels like our true home on this planet right now. And it couldn't have worked out any more beautifully than what I shared with you. Well, it's funny. Yeah? Well, she thought she'd taken it off the market because she was sure she already had it rented. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because it was clearly meant to be. Um, It was three years ago that I had a transition as well, and three years in October. And um, I all my pets had died and it was the first time in 37 and a half years that I could go and do something for me without being beholden to someone else or responsible and uh, I left Vancouver and went to Toronto to be with my daughter for a while to see if I could Uh live in Toronto Um, Mm -hmm. she disappears every January into hot weather because she can't stand the Toronto uh, you know winters and Mm -hmm. I found myself there at minus 36 and I thought what the hell am I doing here (laughs) But I knew I could not go back to Vancouver. You know, the, there was yep. nowhere in on the Lower Mainland that spoke to me anymore. And the island always has. And my daughter lives in Nanaimo, which is about an hour and a half away from Victoria. But I thought, no, I I need to come to Victoria. And now, in end of October, oh, no, actually, I've been here two and a half years now. And I absolutely love it here. I go yeah. and see my son on the mainland. I really love to see all my friends and everything. I get on that ferry to come back, and I know I'm coming home. And there's something about the energy here. Mm -hmm. It's got water all around it. It's got trees all around it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just got such a great vibe. And it feels like home completely. Yes, yes. Isn't that beautiful how that works out? Yeah. And to have that faith and trust. Yes. That you're actually magnetizing to you through those emotions what you truly want that fills your heart and stand in that no matter what stand in it um it will it will come to you and it'll come to you at the perfect time well it's also i wanted to have my own apartment here and because i was you know wasn't sure if i was going to stay here or not i had six months in one place which was disastrous and then I found another place, and the lady then was 85. She's now 87. Mm. Uh, she still works. She still drives. She's stronger than I am. Mm. And um, I rented a couple of rooms off her with just her own furniture. And I thought, no, I really need my own furniture. I'm paying storage all the time. And uh, then it just kind of came to me one day, just surrender. Move your furniture in here. Um, mm. yeah, and then still have storage, but move your furniture in here. You get on very well with her. You love the area. You know, everything about it is right. It's not time for you to have your own place. And, you know, the other point of it is, even though she's 87 and got fantastic energy and everything else, short-term memory is definitely going. And so mm. it it was just surrender, and I moved my furniture in. You know, I used to have a 4,000-square-foot house and going down and down, and now I'm into about 400 square feet. <laughs> Yes. If you saw yes. how much furniture I have in here and in yeah. my room. Oh, <laughs> funny. But it's, but you, what, it's my you, stuff you around trusted. me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it makes your heart sing. And yeah. it isn't, isn't about the stuff. No, 
no except for that it kind of it makes you feel at home i've got all my books and albums around me which is really important and um, oh, yeah and it's it's just like you know you i surrendered you know stop looking and of course now the amount of apartments that are up for rent but it just clearly was not my time and it's that right. that's the thing i will have that one day but yeah. at the present time i'm meant to be here and sometimes if things aren't working out the way you want to they're working out the way they should do absolutely and you know we're always in the right place we're always at you know everything is always right in our lives right. for what's unfolding it's that that conditioned ego doesn't want to accept that right. Right. because it wants what it wants the way it wants it when it wants it how it wants it or it's not happy right. and the truth of it is that's the illusion that we've bought into and put a belief in that but the truth is that whatever is unfolding in your life, folks, whatever it is for your listeners, maybe it's ill health, maybe it's a newborn baby, maybe it's an, a different type of situation where you're joy-filled and happy, and maybe it's a situation where you're suffering or you're struggling. Know that you're there for a reason. Yes. It's right for you to be there. Look at the rightness of it. Focus on what's right about it because that will transform it. Yes. That fascination with what's right will transform all that other stuff, which most of it's just made up in the mind. Most of it's the conditioned ego. Yes. And it's not real. It's the illusion. Yes. Or the, or the delusion. Right. You know, and... If you step back and look at life as a movie and you go, really, if I wrote this as a script, nobody's going to really believe people are that stupid. Right. <laughs> you know? Correct. Yeah. Uh, they won't believe this plot. Uh, yeah. Surely people can see through this, you know, and, and we would look at that movie and just go, unbelievable. But mm -hmm. we're looking at life right now and going, this is unbelievable. But what are we going to do about it? And we have to understand yeah. we are the cure. We are the solution. We are the answer. We are the answer. And that everything we want has to come from the within us. Yeah. Because whatever we project out needs to be harmonious, needs to be on a higher energy in order to be the solution and the answer for this planet and this species on this planet. Yes. And the time is ripe for it. Absolutely. We well, I mean, it's beyond we now. We couldn't make it any, any more riper <laughs> no. than what we have no. it now unless we, we burn down or flood out or exterminate ourselves. Yes. Uh, you know, we, and if we need more, if we need more, what's the word I'm looking for? If we need more suffering, we'll right. get it. Yes. Believe me. Uh, we're going to get what we need in order to make this transition or humanity quite possibly won't be here. I 100% agree with you. Um, this isn't something that needs to happen in the future. This is something that needed to happen in the past. It, it, we only have now. And now yeah. is, and you know, while, while you're sitting there kind of moaning about your life and going, I don't know what to do. Well, understand this. If you don't do something, there won't be a world for you to do anything in. We have right. been put on notice and our behavior has been deplorable. 
And we are so much more than this. We were designed yeah. to be so much more than this. We were designed to work with the universe, to, to understand the universal energy and us on this planet are extraordinary with what we can do. But we're beha- behaving still like the Neothundercle. And, yeah. you know, that barbaric way of treating each other. I mean, I as a cosmic being have looked at humans and the way they treat each other and I'm appalled, appalled. Yes appalled and how we treat animals yes and how we treat mother earth yes it is absolutely appalling yes. and how we treat ourselves yes yes it's appalling yes and it is time to move that on we are way more than we know ourselves to be and that's why getting to know the self yeah. tuning inward spending time inward breathing into our bodies, praying, asking for forgiveness if we feel that we need it, forgive others. All of those things are so key and so important in this timing now to surrender it over and know that we're being heard. The universe is listening. Are we? The universe is listening. Are we? Um, yeah, there. The thing is, please stop pointing your fingers everywhere else. Yeah. Um, we created the mess out there through our own vibration, and it's time to change tune. Um, and it's it's time to change instrument and to understand that we are the solution if we are willing to step within ourselves and unravel ourselves. And one of the, you know this show is called Ignite Your Heart and Soul. And I think one of the big problems with people, if you're not connected to your heart, you're certainly not going to be connected to your soul. And there seem to be so many people out there that have just disconnected from the heart. You cannot do the cruel things you do and have a heart. No, you can't. And speaking from that heart place, if you're not connected to your heart, then you're living in absolute denial of who you are Uh you have decided you're not the powerful beautiful magnificent being that you actually are and so you're living an unnatural completely unnatural life and this is part of the reason i feel sorry there's so much illness Yes. And disruption on the planet. Because too many millions, if not billions of souls have decided they're something other than what they actually are. Yeah. Yes. And they've lost themselves. Completely. Yeah. They don't, I mean, the thing is, you must feel the knowledge, you must feel the love, you must feel your way through. And we're, we're thinking our way through and we have, I mean, social media is wonderful, like any tool. The internet is incredible if used right. And that's, that's the whole question, isn't it? There is a right and a wrong way to use it. If you're using it in a way of greed or taking advantage of people or to wish harm on people, then that's the negative way. If you're using it to inspire, to uplift, to, to inform, to, um, to spread more love and kindness, then that's the right way. We have the choice of what our actions are going to be. And if we buy in all the time to the negative way, because again, algorithm, the universe has an algorithm. It's going to respond to your algorithm. So does social media. 
social media, if you're feeding the hate and the discord, it's going to give you more of that. If you choose yeah. not to respond to that and only choose to respond to the solutioners, then the algorithm is going to give you more of those people. And the more of us that come together in harmony, weaving a wonderful blanket of love and, and uh, collaboration and uh, compassion and companionship, you know, we can blanket that around others and ignite their own heart. But we've got to understand our journey is up to us. But then it's how we bring ourselves to the orchestra with our instrument collectively. And when you think about heart disease, yes. it's still the number one killer on the planet. Yeah. Think about that metaphysically. Mm. In other words, our hearts are shut down. Yes. When you shut down that particular um, chakra, it's going to have problems. That There's not the energy moving through it that is needed to sustain it, and it is going to become sick. Yeah. That's how we get illness in the body. Mm -hmm. We have these energy blocks. We have certain parts of the body that are blocked. The energy is not flowing. And when the energy doesn't flow, it's going to become dis... It's already diseased. Mm -hmm. Diseased. It's going to become diseased. Yes. Yes. And that's the, if you will, the reflection of our thoughts and our emotions and, you know, our patterns and our beliefs, all of that's in that cake mix. Yep. And you, you throw that into the mix and that's what you get. You get a lot of illness patterns. Yes. Yes. And it's not natural for us to be ill. We think that's normal on this earth. Right. We think it's normal that we age as quickly as yeah. we age. Yeah. It's not normal. We're living not natural lives. We're living unnatural lives. When we live naturally, when we are naturally in our soul, in our heart, we live in collaboration and co-creation mm -hmm. and community and love and joy and peace and compassion and generosity mm -hmm. those are the high frequency places we live that ways we can live when we're living naturally when we're living the truth of who we are instead of the lie there are an awful lot of people right now that are having a hundredth birthday 116 106 it's amazing of how many people in their late 90s and early hundreds have actually survived COVID and if you look at their lives um, they live simply, they live gratefully, and they live with love in their hearts. Yes, with lots of gratitude. Yes. Lots and lots of gratitude. If you don't live in gratitude, if you're not grateful for every single second of your life, regardless of your experience, it was there for a great purpose. If you can't be grateful for that, then you need to take a second look. Yeah. If you're living in regret, regret is carrying guilt. Yes. I call it the shoulds. Yes. I should have done this. I should have gone there. I should have married this person. I should have done that career. No. No, no, no. You shouldn't have done anything but what you did because it goes right back to what we talked about earlier about having the tools available at the time, the wisdom available at the time. We always make the best choices we can make at the time 
with what we have in our toolbox. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So if you're shooting all over yourself... <laughs> you're doing something else all over yourself as well. <laughs> right, and you're harming you're yeah. harming yourself, and you're sending that vibration out into the, you know, cosmic vibration. You're, you're adding that vibration to it as opposed to a higher vibration. Yeah. I mean, you know when you walk into a room, you know, if you're walking into like energy, you can feel that energy just grow and glow. You know, it's wonderful. Yes. Then that one negative comes in, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, um, and you know, uh, uh, in my own counselling, when I when I used to do it, I used to use the ruler effect. You're six to twelve are the people that have stepped into love and positivity. Your four to sixes are people that are in discovery of that. They're on the bridge. They're crossing mm-hmm. over. But your one to three are your piranhas. They're the people that um, have chosen to stay in hate, to stay in loathing, to stay in you know the discord, and they're going to suck the life out of the four to sixes um, because they're vulnerable. And this is why you see so many people they've made so much pre- progress and then they suddenly fall back. And it's very very important, very very important that while you're going through this transition of going through the process of stepping into self-love that you make sure that you are right around the right energy because if you're around the the piranhas they will suck any progress out of you so it's very very important that you disconnect from people that are negative and make Mm -hmm. sure you put yourself amongst people that are positive yes I have to tell you that my doctor and I I had a doctor named Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez. He was an MD of immunology. He was in New York at the time. And he was guiding me on my physical program, what I would do for my physical body when I was going through cancer. And he sat me down the very first um, time I met with him, and he said, I'm going to put you on this program. I'm going to ask you to follow it 100%. And then I'm going to make a request that all the negative people in your life, including your family, those that are constantly complaining, those that are trying to control you, those that are telling you they're, you're doing the wrong thing because they're afraid for you. Actually, they're just afraid for themselves. Mm-hmm. And he just went into that. He said, I'm going to ask you to step away from them at least for the next couple years. Can you do that? Are you willing to commit to that? And I said yes, and I followed through. And it included my parents for a couple of years who were very negative about the program I was on, who were deeply, deeply disappointed and afraid that I wasn't doing chemotherapy and radiation Mm -hmm. because I'd been given a year to live without that. They said, without that protocol, you won't last more than a year. Fear, suddenly knew the fear. I stepped away. I didn't do it. I stepped away from it. I did all the inner work on my own, or, or on my own meaning with my guides, my spirit, mm-hmm. and those that I started attracting around me to help and support me. And I did the physical with Dr. Gonzalez, and I released the others. It mm-hmm. was very difficult, but I'll tell you what, it was the right thing to do at that time, to not be associated with that negative energy all the time, dragging me, wanting to drag me back as opposed to supporting me to move forward, was a lifesaver. Yeah, literally. And after that, some of those people I never reconnected with purposely. 
yes yes I've, I've been through my own journey of that and walked away from people and and some people decided to walk away from me because literally they said yeah. to me you've become too positive yeah. <laughs> in other words you repelled them <laughs> yes exactly I actually exactly. did say to people I have been here for you because they, you know, phone calls every week about how they're going to jump off a bridge. And I even told one of my friends, okay, tell me which bridge. She goes, what? I said, every week you call me to tell me you're going to jump off a bridge. Clearly, anything I say is not working. If you're hell-bent to jumping off a bridge, go ahead, tell me which bridge, and I'll make sure they get your body. Oh, I never, says she. And I said, obviously, I can't help you. The only person that can is you. And, uh, you know, and... I had to let go of those people because they were the piranhas. Yes. They were there just I, to get their fix every week, you know? Yes. And when I stepped back into my family, I stepped back into my family with great awareness mm-hmm. and wisdom, some wisdom about the choices I was making and how I would handle it. And I could only take them in small doses. Yeah. Yes. I hear you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and I was very careful about it and very committed to that. Yes. What I was committed to was myself. Yeah. For the yeah. first time in my life, I wasn't walking somebody else's path that they believed I should right. be walking. Yes. And should be doing this yeah. and should be treating my parents this way. I was never disrespectful of them, but I was careful. Mm. Yeah. I hear you. I've been the same with my family. And when I did step into myself, you know, I understood from the true colors that um, their personality traits were so very different to mine that it was very mm-hmm. hard for them to compliment who I was. Right. But, it, you know, I got the courage to say, you may not understand me, but understand this. I am me and you can love me or not love me. That's your choice. But you have to love me for who I am. Yes, good for you. And that made a difference, you know? It's, of course. Yeah. Of course it did. I, w- I never said those words. I don't think that those words came to me. However, that would have been great. But I did handle it in such a way that one of my brothers, when he was way too toxic to be around, that was it. Mm-hmm. I stepped away completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, sometimes sometimes they come back. You know, mm-hmm. one of my relatives for a while I didn't have much to do with, and then she came back, and then one day she, she said something, and I just said, you know, because she was in another country, and I just said, I will no longer talk to you or accept any of this, this drama from you um, mm-hmm. until you're willing to change. And I put the phone down uh, because she was the one to kind of scream and say something and put the phone down. And then um, she came back and said, I'm sorry. And I said, if you wish to converse with me in the future, these things are out of bounds. And I will not tolerate them. And uh, we, you know, we have a good relationship now. But I had to step up in my firmness of of that. You know, it's not about borders, but you can have boundaries. And your boundaries will stop the negative energy from penetrating. I didn't take her negative energy on. I fed it back to her and said, I'm not having it. Yep. And that's how we learn. Yeah. And and with my brother, I love him from afar and the yes. door is open, but not unless or until yeah. he shifts. Yes, exactly. And he may never or he, he may, may never. The whole point is, is that is not 
your responsibility. No. You can send loving energy to him. And yes. that's it. That's yep. it. Including in my prayers, yes. I send love to him, and that's all I do. Yeah. Um, and that's all that's needed. Yes. Yes, we're not, we can't fix everybody. We, that's the point. We're not here to fix people. We are. I mean, this is really what a true coach or guide is. We're here to show you we did it, to share the skills and the tools of how we did it. Yes. It's up to you to what you put in your backpack, to what you yep. listen and how you walk forward. And you're going to meet people along your journey that each have had their own journey and have a nugget for you. It's up to you whether you accept it and how you use it. So we're not here to fix people, but we're here to give people the tools and the encouragement to fix themselves. Yes, absolutely. And that's really the true, um, I think, positioning of any healer or emotional spiritual coach. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you call yourself, we're not here as fixers. Nobody right. really needs fixing. No. We all need healing. Yes. And we're not heal, here to heal you or fix you, but we are here to be a demonstration and to offer up what we learned as tools for you and for you to take in what works for you and to just release what doesn't. Exactly. Like we did. Right. And, yeah. you know, it's not for you to paint by numbers and do it every step we did, because that may not be a fit. But there may that's be right. some ingredient to what we did that you can apply that will help you along the way. And that's mm -hmm. all there is to it. Well, you know, we could carry on talking for hours because we clearly, yes. you know, we could. <laughs> we could very easily, very easily. And we'll have to have you back on again, most certainly. Um, but will you let everybody know, you know, how they can get hold of you for, for your own teachings and also how they can tune into the Conscious Talk um, shows? Yes. Um, Conscious Talk is on Seattle's Alternative Talk Station and in this area, which reaches down to um, Portland, Oregon, and up to the Canadian border is where it reaches. And that is on 1150 AM on the dial. Um, and we stream live off our site at ConsciousTalk.net. Um, we also podcast each and every show on any of your podcast services. Uh, we podcast free off of Podcast One. And uh, but but you can you know download any podcast service that you use, and we're on there. We also archive all of our shows up to two years. They can be downloaded from our site conscioustalk.net for free. Um, so those are the ways that you can access our radio show for our healing work that we do, and we work both with humans and animals. Um, you can call us. We have a phone number. It's 360-385-1909. My husband and I do distance healing. We, I do particularly spiritual and emotional coaching along with the healing work that we do. And, of course, you don't have to be present to have a healing um, energetically done because that energy is energy. It can go anywhere. So we have 99% uh, of our clients now are over the phone or Internet, Zoom, because of COVID. Right. So that's not a barrier if you're thinking, oh, I have to be in your area. That's not true. And the number again is 360-385-1909, and it's on our website as well. 
Excellent. Well, I encourage people to listen to your shows as well, because I know you have some wonderful people on there, but also to reach out, because if they reach out and have a chat with you, they'll know whether there's a synergy or not. And Absolutely. It, and I think, when it, you know, we're asking you to take this journey alone with yourself, but to let you know that you're not alone. There are plenty of people with the right energy that can help you along the way, not just with information and encouragement, but with their positive energy. So yes, you've got to walk this path on your own two legs, but you're supported along the way. And just to reach out to that support, the first step is asking for help. Absolutely. And again, if they want to reach us at 360-385-1909, we do a 20-minute free consultation to see if you're the right fit for us and we're the right fit for you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, this has been wonderful, love. As I said, we're certainly going to have you back on again. Um, Let's hope next time we're talking about how much progress is actually happening out there in this awakening. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, uh, you know, let's have you back around Christmas and um, and send out some, some festive cheer to everybody and how they can actually, you know, navigate through uh, going into 2021 of how we can actually shift the energy of 2021 um, into a more positive vibe for everybody. Absolutely. And thank you so much for asking me to be a guest on your wonderful, wonderful show. And I'm going to share your show with all of our listening audience as well. Bless you. Wonderful. Well, as I said, I could talk to you for hours. So much to learn. And, uh, you know, just the wonderful flow of your energy and I know anybody listening to this today is just going to have a really warm feeling in their hearts afterwards so thank you so much for sharing with us love oh you're so welcome thank you and remember folks out there you know yes you've got to decide you've got to make the choice that you're not going to feed the negative anymore that you want to feed the positive you don't know how well then you can call her at six uh, three six zero. 385-1909 you can listen to their shows Conscious Talk Radio and the podcasts and everything else you're not alone at the fingertips of people who have gone through it and they're there helping you through it too you've just got to take the first step so until next time folks bye for now we hope you enjoyed the show we look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.